Hi, the way. Uh, hello and welcome to uh, the PSL radio show, Sigmund Jolly. We're going to be talking PSL over the next half hour or so, but uh, of course I've got to sneak in a few comments about some of the weekend sport. Wow. I must say, congratulations to Australia, winning the 2015 ICC World Cup. I felt very sorry for New Zealand, though. I thought, you know, eight wins out of eight leading up to the final. They were uh, top quality. They were good value for money, but, you know, on the same day, as the cricket team lose the World Cup final, the Sevens team loses the, uh, the final in Hong Kong Sevens, which might not be the equivalent of uh, Rugby World Cup, but Hong Kong Sevens is as big as it gets for, uh, for Sevens Rugby, really. It's, um, it's the ultimate, it's the pinnacle, it's the marquee event. So I felt very sorry for New Zealand, at least the Blitzbocker, though, finished third, which meant that South Africa stayed top of the IRB World Rankings, but by the... <laughs> The, the tiniest of margins. That's right, only two points. But yesterday, what a fascinating day. Valentino Rossi, 109 wins now. Victory at Qatar. Uh, Vettel, I mentioned. But I've also got to say, after Bafana Bafana's rather, rather dramatic 1-1, Ahmed Musa scored an out-of-this-world goal for Nigeria, and uh, Bungani Zungu coming back with a very, very late equaliser. But... You just have to feel a little bit sorry for Miss South Africa, whoever she might be. I forget her name, forgive me. I mean, R- Rillian Strauss had come in and she'd, she'd almost reinvigorated some interest or reignited some interest in beauty pageants, I suppose. But a new Miss South Africa's crowned last night, but within a day of actually winning, it's announced that Trevor Noah, the South African comedian, is going to be uh, replacing John Stewart on The Daily Show. Social networks, websites, electronic media, it doesn't matter what you are reading. Everything is full of Trevor Noah, and nobody remembers anything else. Bad timing for some. That's it. Let's get straight into the sport. I've got some sports news for you. I can tell you fresh off the press in rugby that both last year's finalists playing away from home in the F&B Varsity Cup semi-finals. First one is complete. First semi-final. The defending champions are out. They lost 21-10 to the unbeaten Schimmelers in Bloemfontein. The later match kicking off at 7 p.m. sees uh, Pucker taking on the table-topping Tux in Pretoria. Now, the Ikees and uh, Pucker both won semi-finals last year before going on to contest that epic final in Pushestruem. But uh, UCT launching that late comeback to clinch their second title? Ooh, it's not going to be the case this time around. Football news. Chipper United have suspended their head coach, Ernst Bindorp. United's technical director, Mitch Dabre, has been appointed caretaker coach. Then um, for the uh, AFSA Premiership strugglers, Fadlou Davids continues his role as assistant coach. Bindorp failed to claim victory at Port Elizabeth-based outfit, who are three points above the drop zone with six matches left after replacing Roger Skakane in the festive season break. Under the Germans' watch, Chipper United drew four games and lost four in all competitions. Further afield, Zinedine Zidane has said he'd be willing to become Real Madrid head coach, although he was not in a hurry. The 42-year-old former France midfielder, who helped his country win the 98 World Cup on home soil, was current Real coach Carlo Ancelotti's assistant when they became European champions for the 10th time last season. Cricket news, Sports Minister Figi Limbalul has denied that he's influenced the Proteus to drop Kyle Abbott and Big Vernon Philander in his place for their Cricket World Cup semi-final match against New Zealand. Malula said he was responding to accusations made by what he said was a dying breed of political dinosaurs. He didn't identify the source of the accusations, but Malula's denial was backed up by Cricket South Africa's Chief Executive Harun Logat, who said earlier today that there was absolutely no interference with team selection at the World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Meanwhile, A.B. de Villiers and uh, More Morkel are the only South African Africans to have been included in the International Cricket Council's World Cup team of the tournament. Only three Australians, Glenn Maxwell, Steve Smith and Mitchell Stark, were selected from the world champion team, while New Zealand's Brendan McCullum has been named captain of a team that includes five black caps. Sri Lanka's Kumar Sangakkara makes the team as wicketkeeper batsman, while Zimbabwe's captain Brendan Taylor was named as 12th man. 
Just finally, in some golf news for you, former world number one Tiger Woods has dropped out of the world's top 100 for the first time in his career as he continues his battle against injuries and loss of form. The 14-time major champion uh, who first broke into the top 100 when he turned pro in 1996 has fallen from 96th to 104th in today's rankings. The 39-year-old American spent a cumulative record 683 weeks as world number one and was last in that position in May 2014 when he was replaced by Australian Adam Scott. That's your sports news. PSL Radio Show. Well, let's get straight into the footballing action. Over the weekend, of course, very little APSA Premiership action, but certainly the uh, PSL players were in fine fettle for their in- international teams. Amongst uh, many, however, were Bafana Bafana players, and they took on Nigeria yesterday, managed a one-all draw, thanks to a very late goal from Bungani Zungu, a man who sits on the bench for sundown sometimes, but was included in Sheikh Mashaba's Bafana Bafana squad. Let's get the uh, views and thoughts of uh, Brian Mufkin, commentator and analyst. Brian, thanks for joining us. Uh, let's start there, then. Bungani Zungu. Peter Busimani had some comments to make after Sheikh Mashaba announced his squad and Zunku is the player who <laughs> pops up and scores the, the late dramatic equaliser. Uh, good evening to you and I think you know when the squadron has announced Pizzo was very vocal about the fact that why the sudden change that no Sundowns player is, avail- is, is actually selected and Zung will be the only one selected and he didn't have a bad game at all I've got to say maybe it's a favourite venue because he scored in Bombello and he played against Cote d'Ivoire scored yesterday as well against Nigeria scored in Swaziland so he looks to enjoy scoring in that particular part of the country but having said that at the same time I think it was one of those performances where one is actually going to see if shakes has been able to tweak and sort the problems that he had before going to the AFCON. And I think some of those are going to be sorted out because you could have scored at least an avalanche of goals in the first half, failed to do so. And then Jali missed a penalty, then he looked to be out of it for an entire game, then he still kept him on there, then Zungu scored the equalizer to death. To get a draw, I think it is a good thing for Nigeria, not a good thing for South Africa, because he played very well. We did play well. I mean, 17 shots of goal, disappointingly, though, only five of those were on target. A, a lot of efforts ballooned wide and high. Uh, and, of course, the missed penalty. I don't think we want to ask Sheikh Mashaba about missing penalties after Rantia during the Africa Cup of Nations as well. Let's uh, forget about this if we can. But going back to the, the, the actual starting 11, eight players from the PSL in Sheikh Mashaba's starting 11, despite the fact that he had players like Patosi, like uh, Mukocho, uh, sitting on the bench who returned from Europe. Only really Serrero of the, the, the big boys from Europe, so to speak. Serrero really proved once again why he's such a good player. I mean, he had no respect for the Nigerians yesterday. He just played them out of the park. Pity that, you know, he was not really the same school as his teammates. Every time he had the ball and trying to play that extra pass, nobody's really is intelligent most of the time. I would have loved to see Potosi in action. I would love to see mm-hmm. even Mokoto coming onto the field of play to play yesterday. Because I feel the reason you brought those players back is for them to actually bring something into the country. To have them warm up from the first minute and then don't feel them at all for me I was like wow okay maybe something is working here let's see where this takes us uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that when he calls them back they'll come back into the national team fold and be able to sit and probably wait for their time to eventually play but open above that I think it just shows as well that as the game progresses, the PSL players are realizing that they need to start upping their game, they need to start playing much better, and they started also going there to showcase that they're not just there to make numbers in the Wafana fold, and they're given a, a good chance to do so. The fact that they never scored goals, I think it will be something to say, okay, what do we need to do going forward? But over and above that, I think it was a grand performance from Bafana yesterday. Can I just ask you, though, I mean, a lot of people are saying Bafana Bafana is struggling to score goals, and yes, there are times when they are struggling to finish, 
But we've scored in 11 consecutive internationals now and only failed to score twice under Sheikhs Mashaba in, in, in all the internationals. Uh, it's not like we're not finding the goals, but we are scoring very little of the chances we create. Is there a need to distinguish between those, those two? I was looking at the ratio of the amateur strike. I mean, 15 matches in charge, Sheikhs Mashaba is returning, scored 23 goals and 12 conceded. So far, Bafana Bafana. But I think also people are looking at the fact that who are we playing against? When he played Nigeria, who for me has not been the best Nigeria in the three matches we played him, and we should have at least scored three or four goals yesterday, for an example. In Nigeria, we scored for the first time in Nigeria in a two-all draw. We should have won that game as well yeah. in Nigeria. So those things are the ones that always come back to say, we don't actually kill our opponent when you have the opportunity. We don't have the killer instinct to say, okay, now we have you in a corner, let's just finish you off. You know, and uh, for example, Villagazi. He has, for me, has been a better player coming off the bench than actually starting the game. And he started yesterday, so he has also, he was, he wanted to over-exaggerate on passes, wanted to do something so much, he wanted to prove so much that he's the player that everybody has been talking about, he was not able to do so. But having said that as well, you realize that we are a good side. We need to improve on certain aspects of the game. Uh, one of those who's improved dr- dramatically, I think, certainly in his aerial ability, despite his height, Matoho was always weak aerially. Yesterday showed that he was uh, he was outstanding, even against the very strong defenders, the tall striker like Aaron Samuel, the quick, pacey players operating in and around him. Uh, despite the fact that Ahmed Musa scored, although you could argue it was from Slatoua's side, uh, Matoho barely put a foot wrong. I think Matoho improved with every game. Uh, he's a man that, when Chase called him up and he said, I'm going to mold the defense around this man, and long line, everybody's going to take experience from those players. You can see with every match when he plays in there, he's clinical in his challenges. He times them very well. He makes those good runs as well. The only thing I think he needs to improve on, which is not his primary job, is the crosses when he gets to the last third. How he plays the ball into his teammates as well. I think if he can improve on that, he'll be a complete player. Now, some of these players obviously return to their clubs, and some of them are shipped off to uh, various African countries because we've got continental club competition once again. Pirates, Chiefs, and Sundowns all in action this coming weekend. <laughs> what do you make of the, the, the PSL sides and their African sojourn? We, I had a chat yesterday with the Dispio Atidiela. You know, we're having a chat about, you know, when you go in Africa and you're playing other countries within the continent and how we always get this, not the best treatment from all the countries. And he was saying that if Chiefs goes in there and believe they can do it against Russia Casablanca, nobody gave Leopards chance against FC Lulupopo. And they went there, they were able to get the result to march on through to the next stage. So if you go there and the players do not be intimidated by anything that happens around them. Chiefs can get the results and come back with a victory or even be able to get there and win the game and come back and progress to the next round of the tournament. Pirates just needs to hold. A draw will be good enough for them when they go away to play the guys in Uganda. Sundowns are 1-0 up. They can go, they just get an early goal and try and settle the opponent and it could be through Mazembe. Sundowns want to have a massive target to play Mazembe in, the, in, 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 in Lubumbashi. While Chiefs in Raja Casablanca in Morocco will be another mammoth task. But I think it can be doable. We might and we should be able to see three teams going through to the next stage of all the tournaments. Okay, well, it's uh, certainly going to be interesting. APSA Premiership also resumes uh, very briefly uh, this, this coming week. We'll chat more about that later on in the week. But Brian Wolfgang, thank you for your thoughts and insights tonight. Thank you. CSL Radio Show. This is FM 104-107. Let's uh, talk Chipper United now. Now, they've gone and suspended their head coach, Ernst Bindog. We've got the uh, CEO of the club, uh, Lukanya Mzizi, on the line. Uh, Lukanya, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Dwayne. Uh, good evening to South Africa. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it would be a good evening to South Africa if it won the World Cup, I suppose, and the Sevens Rugby, perhaps, <laughs> and if Ernst Middendorp were happy and staying. But what's the situation? Just clarify for us. Has Middendorp been suspended? Has he been released? Has he been fired? Have you parted ways amicab- amicably? What, what's the situation? Uh, uh, Dwayne, as I'm speaking to you, uh, the coach uh, has been suspended uh, uh, pending an investigation that will be followed by a hearing. Um, that is the situation right now, but uh, I'm not a preview to speak into detail so that uh, we might jeopardize the hearing that is coming. So the situation right now is that uh, he's not training the team, uh, he's not uh, he's staying at home because he's not suspended. Okay, so basically what you're saying is he is suspended, but there are internal matters that still need to be dealt with, so you can't clarify the, the the details of the situation, but the situation is he's at home. So who's taking charge of the team then on a, a day-to-day basis? Who's doing the training? Who's uh, who's taking charge of the caretaker capacity for your next match? Uh, the training on Friday was handled by our assistant coach, uh, Franz Davies, uh, uh, plus today uh, in the morning. But uh, we've since... Uh, 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 appointed uh, or uh, requested uh, our technical director to to become a caretaker uh, 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 coach and then be assisted by Frank, which is Mr. Okay, so, yeah, so Mr. Avery, uh, uh, as, as technical director, will take charge then in an interim capacity, I suppose. But obviously, it's, yeah. it's been a disappointing run for you guys. Eight games under Ernst Mendorf, you haven't won a match. Obviously, that's led to some unhappiness I would imagine uh, but I can't imagine there's too much more to it I mean is it simply down to not getting the results yes doing much of it I don't want to to, 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 to to get into details as I said to you because there's a, there's a pending hearing but it's all of those things and others it's all uh, of those things that's been concerning for everyone including uh, uh, the stakeholders uh, and, then, and then the supporters of the club the, the results which has not been forthcoming, but it's not only that, but uh, I'm not reviewed to, to go into details because there are other issues that, that were still investigated. Okay, fair enough. Six games to go in the season then. I mean, it's, it's very tight now at the end of the season. What are you actually looking to get out of the remainder of the season? Bearing in mind, you've been slipping back towards where Amazulu, Swallows and Free State Stars are lurking currently. Yes, I, I think I think uh, the mandate that we've given our our our, our coaches, including uh, Middentop, uh, was that uh, we just want to be safe. Remember, we're the only team that has been promoted this year. Uh, ideally, we should be the ones maybe at the bottom, but uh, uh, the first round we did very well. So we find ourselves now lately in an uncomfortable position. But I think we must not panic. It's still about uh, 14 that are underneath us, but at the same time, we, we need to collect at least about 8 points for us to be to be safe because we are on 25 points now. So so we will treat, we'll treat these remaining matches, starting with the Solos match at home, which is a must win for us in front of our supporters as a, as a cup final, all these things. Yeah, that is going to be a big cup final for Swallows as much as uh, it is for you. But uh, if I can ask you, why did you not make this decision a, a little earlier, leaving uh, your caretaker more of an opportunity to, to inflict his own ideas on the team during this international break? I must say, Jane, we've, we've learned as a team. We've learned a lot. Uh, we, we've learned to respect the fact that we, we've got the board, we've got the management there. We, we must consult, we must 
debate these things at length so that uh, and also uh, visit it legally also so so it's not easy to take these decisions now uh, before you guys know all that uh, it was just the chairman and just few of us in the management but now we, we wanted to lots of things right so we there are meetings, consultations before we, we take any other drastic decisions. Besides the coach issue, but other decisions that are meant to take the club forward. Fair enough. I mean, I understand wanting to run the club as professionally as possible, uh, certainly in the top tier. But, you know, on a, on a similar vein then, um, the whole Tamsang Sangweni story, uh, absent from the club for a while, he, he was claiming there were financial issues that it had forced him to leave the club. Uh, I believe he's back at Chipper United, but um, has everything been resolved on that front? Yes, yes, I want to clarify that also there were not financial uh, issues that made someone not to train with the team. Uh, we had the issue with a, a coach uh, uh, which we, we tried to resolve as management. So he back at the training. Uh, before he was not in the training, he was instructed by the coach not to train with the team, to train with the under 19. So, so that, uh, that has been the issue. But he's back at training now, it's about two weeks. Uh, he's back at training, so he's looking good. Fantastic. Well, thanks for clarifying and uh, wish you the best of luck. And certainly, as you edge towards uh, playing that match against Swallows, who themselves have just appointed a new coach in Craig Rossley. But, uh, Lucanio, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for the support. PSL Radio Show. Well, for some teams, six rounds remaining in the Amsterdam Premiership. For some teams, seven rounds to go. But certainly, when you uh, start to look at who's at the top of the goal-scoring charts, there are a couple of names that stick out. And two that have shot to the top in recent weeks include Cuthbert Malajila of Mamelodi Sundowns with five goals in uh, his last six games. And indeed, Lerata Lamola, who's uh, come back after the festive season break with four goals for Bloemfontein Celtic. I'm glad to say Lerata Lamola is on the line. Lerata, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, Mr. Lodi. How are you, sir? Uh, very well, thank you. Uh, how are you? Are you, you, must well, be, you, you. you must be enjoying your goal-scoring form at the moment, eh? Uh, honestly, I am enjoying myself. You know, at the hard work and, and my teammates, they're helping a lot to to, uh, to achieve this, this goal at the end of the day. That's why I'm so happy even for, for myself that I'm working hard, you know. At the end of the day, as a player, you, you also want to achieve, and uh, not individually, and also as a team. Uh, yeah, well, you, you, so you're attributing your success to to those around you, your coaches, teammates, colleagues, etc. Yes, I mean, you know, in, in, in every achievement, you need you need some some people to help you through. You can't can't just work uh, and achieve something alone. You know, I've always got the support. Especially from, I don't want to lie. You know, I'm 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 getting this recognition throughout my 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 teammates. If it wasn't that, I I wouldn't be here where I am now. Fair enough. Are you enjoying playing with uh, the guys around you? I mean, the guys of Nyatama behind you, with uh, Mango alongside you. Are you enjoying with the with the bunch of players that you've got in the team at the moment? And wh- how has it changed since Clinton Larson has come on board? Uh, it, it actually didn't change. It was just like that, even with uh, uh, Coach Ernest. You know, just that they, they they have a different philosophy. You know, I've always you know enjoy. You know, if if you have a good relationship with your, with your teammates. And then your your supporting striker, everything does go well. Even even the the good uh, the captain of of our team, I mean Mr. Bevan, is 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 doing his best to always encourage me, especially because you know 
South Africa is always about the old age players, and then it's like I'm old, you know, because I'm 29. But you know what? I'll, I'll say to them, you know what? Age doesn't play football. Only the performance does it. Yeah, listen. Uh, let's talk about your age. I mean, you're one of the. Uh, in fact, you're, you're the oldest debutant that Sheikh Mashaba has given uh, a chance to play for in the Bafana Bafana setup. Although you weren't part of the uh, the most recent squad. I mean. You are a relative latecomer to the professional game. Did, did you see that as a, as a disadvantage to the life expectancy of your career? No, I didn't see it as a, an advantage. Actually, I see it as an, an, I mean, not as a disadvantage. Actually, I saw it as an advantage, you know, because it is, it's nothing that will make will motivate you to work hard. And, you know, it's, always, it's, not, it's, not, it's not actually about proving a point. You know, it's got to show them that, you know, age doesn't play football. I mean, even if it's for, I mean, for, for Shakes, Coach Shakes, he, you know, I was, I, I was, I, I like, I was very happy, you know, he selected me because I was working hard, you know, it was, it was just about a dream come true for me to play for my country. I, I was always, I always wanted to play for my team and then I was very happy for that, you know, but as, as an age, age doesn't, doesn't play football, my I don't want to lie. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you, the, the way you run around, it looks like you're, uh, you're still, in your body, you're still 19, although you, you know, technically you're, <laughs> you're 10 years older. I mean, you're just blessed with incredible athletic ability though. I mean, is that, is that something that's inherent in the genes is it, you know is your, was your dad a sprinter was your brother a, a track athlete or something as well actually that's my you know my my coach you, you know i was playing for this, this team i met a team in you know in Tendisa. the cold i was coached by this young a young guy actually because he's, he's almost 32 now so he, you you know i'm from, from Limpopo by then when i when i came to Chihaute. so i couldn't i couldn't have i mean come up with a skill so he, he told me, you know what, can you, can you jump the ball? Just do something. You know, you are teaching me before I could take the ball every day. <laughs> he say, do this because he, he had that thing. He had that thing because that he didn't play professional football. So he taught me, even Jerry Scorsano, my mentor, he taught me, you know, the little turns, you know, as a striker, you just can't just hold the ball much, especially with your, with your pace. Just, just hit the turn and do that. You, you will go far and finally here I am, man. And you are, I mean, you're finally finishing relatively easy compared to, to some others. Uh, a lot of chances that have been created are being missed by other strikers, but you, you're finding the back of the net more often than not. And even scoring, even, even in you know, the losing cause to Pirates, for example, you were the player that came up with the consolation goal. You come up with the, with the important goals at the right time. That winner over Vitz was, was special. I mean, w- where are you finding this inspiration to get the finishing? Ah, you know, coach, you know, as for, for, for coach, you know, there will always there will be, there will be people on our side that must be, get the credit. Even coach, you know, coach, you told me, you know, I think there's a week before I lost my brother. I think I lost my brother when I was in camp. Too. So he told me, you know what, pay for your brother up until we close. Just, just, just give it all, man. I mean, I did that and it, it was rewarding at the end of the day, you know, it's, and that guy, he was the one who, who, who brought me to, 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 to Celtic, you know, he pushed, he pushed to make sure that I play football after education because I was, I was at school around for about five years, I think, in Teshari. So he said, after football, then I want you to go and play football. And here I am. And I even scored the goal for that day for him. I was very, very, even if it was emotional, but I was very happy. You certainly have been emotional. But uh, there are a lot of things that you're passionate about. And one of them, I think, is, is most important is the fact that you're very positive, uh, but passionate about your CSI initiatives. You, you enjoy being involved with children. T- tell us about some of your projects. Uh, my, this, I, I wouldn't say actually it's a project. This is something that, you know, it, it comes from my heart, you know, and I, because I grew up poor, very poor, you know, and, and I didn't, I didn't like my situation, but the way I wanted to change it, it was through education and working hard for myself. And when I see those children now that I'm getting something which, you know, sometimes we just use money for, for something stupid, so I was like, why not 
take some certain percentage of my money because I went through budget and then give it to these kids. You know, every day after training, even if like twice a week, if I'm around Bloomfontein, I go there like just now. Every time you're phoning me, actually, I was in the shop with them. I was buying them food and come this side, you know, because I don't want to see anyone suffering. I actually don't want to see that because I went through a lot, man. Trying to give as much back as you can to the community. But, Lerato, in terms of your performances on field, are you actually eyeing that top goalscorer prize? Are you dreaming about the golden boot? Uh, I wasn't eyeing it, that, but now, you know, I'm dreaming about it. <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of chances. Uh, I'm not saying come this weekend, but I'm telling you this weekend, you'll phone me. <laughs> and I'm going to score about, let's say, a goal or two, because I wanted to get there. I was, you know, it, it will be a dream come true for me to have that. Well, I, the way you've been playing at the moment, I don't see anybody uh, stopping you. I mean, I think you and Cuthbert Malajila have got uh, some, some of the best goal-scoring ratios at the moment, and you certainly look like you're you're on fire. And under Clinton Larson, I don't know what what he's brought to, to your game specifically. You said that his philosophy is different to Ernst Mendorf's, although not much is, is different between what the two coaches do. But I think you've scored, what, five goals in seven games under Clinton Larson uh, in the league. So it's it's been a very good ride for you. Yeah, it is. And of course, you know, coach always called me aside in a day, let's say two days in a week. You tell even the players. And I don't want to lie. His coach, especially coach and my captain Bevan, you know, he's, he's always pushing me. You know, he's telling me, you know what, you can do this. You know, if someone pushing you like that, you also don't want to disappoint. Especially if someone is supporting you through, through you know, through these, these bad times. And then you want to give it, you want know, to give it back. You know, you want to give it back and actually give advantage to for, for for myself to to get the gold. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna score a goal this week. Come this weekend, <laughs> I will fight, my guy. I'm gonna fight for this goal. You know, for you especially because you, you know you've been saying good things about me just now. You know, I, I'll, I'll look out for coming again. Not just not just now when I'm commentating your games as well, Lerato. But uh, listen, we could talk for, for hours about all sorts of things, other sports that you enjoy as well. But uh, I, I've certainly enjoyed chatting to you, and I, I've certainly enjoyed watching you play this season. I wish you the best of luck as you close out the season in either Golden Boot Award. I thank you, Lord, man. God bless you. I mean, you know, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Thank you so much, sir. CSL Radio Show. Well, lots happening. We're about for 45 seconds to go till uh, the news, but I can tell you that uh, it's it's been a, an intriguing day of Varsity Cup rugby. If you have been watching, uh, if you did miss it earlier, 21 plays 10 is uh, what the Shibblers beat. The defending champions, the uh, Ikes from UCT, by uh, 21 points to 10 in the earlier semi-final. Just about to kick off our uh, University of Pretoria, the table toppers. Uh, they hosting Pucker who were finalists in uh, last year's competition as well. That is all set for Varsity Cup Rugby. Time for me to say cheers. I am out of here. And Lady Maloya is up after the news with a talk shop. But from the uh, team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty, sound engineer as well. She's been filling all the holes tonight. It's, uh, and indeed celebrating Ferrari's victory yesterday as well. Me, Dwayne DeLock as well. Have a lovely evening. Cheers.